Players Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Guys, welcome back to The Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins, as the intro said. This is Justin Alexio, your king. <laughs> Justin uh, always has uh, new titles for himself. <laughs> I upgraded myself in the podcast. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I'm very excited for uh, our guest today. Um, he is a stand-up comedian. He's uh, the founder of the Comedy Bureau and so much more. Please welcome Jake Kroger to the program, everybody. <sighs> We need applause. Yeah, uh, we need. We need an applause, applause button. button. Right, right. Uh, hi, Just hi, everybody. <laughs> They're uh, applauding at home. Yeah, yeah, sure they are. I'm sure people who are uh, doing data entry stop entering in numbers. <laughs> people applaud podcasts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All to themselves. Oh man, I don't want to picture who that is. Um, you know what? That's not our target demo. Our target right. demo is usually teenage girls. Well, that's is the that, ones that always. Is that comment. who you're king of? <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I was wondering of. of what kingdom. <laughs> it's a pretty sad kingdom, but <laughs> he's the king of it. It sounds like you share a kingdom with Katy Perry oh. and uh, I, Kesha. I wouldn't mind that. I like Kesha. Yeah. Uh, do you, you know. really like Kesha? I do. TikTok. Love hey, no song. judgment here, man. If you like what you like, <laughs> that's totally fine. Let me like my pretentious music. What, what kind of music do you like? I I like uh, a whole wide variety of stuff. Uh, I mean, any, like there's a lot of underground hip hop I like. Really? Um, yeah. It's, it always interests me. Like whenever I like meet somebody like who you think because. All right, so the way uh, Jake is dressed right now, he's got... <laughs> yeah, you don't uh, look like you went to hip-hop. Man. Right, right. right. That, uh, you have uh, a crushed red velvet suit uh, coat on, a yeah. sport jacket, yeah. and a... Um, well, is that considered a fedora? What's that called? It, no, it's, it's a bowler. A, n- n- no, it's not a bowler. Uh, bowler does... <laughs> <All right, I'm laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. I'm sorry I got so defensive. <laughs> that's, so, that's so great. It's not a bowler. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's just like... <laughs> Listen, guys, to put it in perspective, my non-comedy friends are people that work at a hat store. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that why you have awesome hats on all the time? Yeah. I, well, I mean, I like just started, I found the first hat that looked good on me at that store, and I just kept going because all those people are so awesome. Yeah. And now they're my friends. And now they try to convince customers I work there. That's funny, but I—they never can commit to the bit. I can always. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you're like, no, I, yeah. Can I help you find What's your anything? size? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, well, a bowler, uh, the crown of the hat, it wouldn't have any dents in it, or like, any, it would just be a clear bowl. That's why it's called a bowler. All right. Is that we're, we're the uh, the like the '50s singer hats, or is that something else? Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? They look like um, like the doo-wop, not doo-wop groups. Uh, the Candygram people. Do you know th- what kind of hats? Like those the people are? that sing at barbershops. Yeah, oh, barbershop, barbershop quartets. Yeah, those yeah. are. Uh, I don't know why I couldn't think of. <laughs> those are boaters. Boaters. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like they have that flat top. Right, and right. Straw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are straw boaters. Uh, this is how much I know about hat guys. <laughs> uh, no, this is a fedora. It just happens to have a wider brim. Okay. And uh, it's a teardrop shape. Not to. You know, get too much into this. Is, hey, we want to paint crazy. the visual. I want to paint the visual for <laughs> right. our listeners. So, this but is hey, j- just as a before you like uh, more mystify your listeners more about, <laughs> I do have jeans and sneakers on. He does. It's it's, it's very true. like like uh, it's very hip hop. 
Yeah, it is kind of yeah. It's like casual on the bottom, and then more more dressy on top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like way too dressy on the top. <laughs> but that's what I like to do. You're wearing a tie too. I'm wearing a tie. And Business. it's got. And how many people uh, comment about uh, the 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 special knot that you tie? Uh, yeah, usually somewhere between three and five people a night. <laughs> a night, right? And what's yeah. the name of that again? This knot is the Trinity knot. The Trinity. Yeah, mm. another sexy. thing which makes me laugh of how many guys are just a scared of a tie, and then oh, b I, like I they learn one tie knot, and they're like the fact that you can pull off another one is yeah. like whoa, what? <laughs> I Were you in Boy Scouts or something? Like, how did you learn that? No, I just had a half hour <laughs> in my day one time, and I just looked at <laughs> a video on YouTube. <laughs> Hey, YouTube is great for that stuff. Justin has learned how to fix his car yeah. off of YouTube. Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a somewhat mechanic now. Yeah, awesome man. But what uh, you said, underground hip hop, and what what else kind of what other kind of music do you like? Underground hip hop. Um, there's I listen to a lot of like uh, you know who Hans Zimmer is, kind of the composer. Yeah, the composer the, uh-huh. who like did Dark Knight and yeah, uh, Man that guy's old. He's old, but also no. I I like that type of classical music that's like really bombastic and epic. Okay. Um, Do you so, listen to that like in the car? And oh yeah, like? totally. Oh dude, As especially there are times where it's like I have an appointment or a meeting or an interview or something, and I like it looks like I'm barely gonna make it, so I will put the Born Ultimatum soundtrack <laughs> on. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just skip, you skip it to a certain track where he's like running away from everybody. Oh yeah, and you're like, okay. okay and uh, believe this. it or not, it does help. You I'm, like, I'm sure it's stress relieving. No, I, it's not stress relieving at all. You it just, pumps you up. It pumps you up, and it like because you, you're like, I'm gonna get there now. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've okay. done that. I uh, I like uh, I like scores as well, and I, yeah. the Inception score I thought oh, was yeah. really good. And awesome. I made a sandwich to that one time, and I was like, this is too much, man. It like it <laughs> pumps you up. Did you did you make a four story sandwich, <laughs> or did you make a sandwich within a sandwich within a sandwich? <laughs> I got peanut butter and jelly everywhere, so I don't know what that. <laughs> what? How did that happen? It was just got crazy. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, so you just hit. Um, I, I want to talk about this, and then um, I guess also too we can explain kind of what the comedy bureau is for people who don't know what it is. But uh, but Jake just hit. Three years doing um, it's an awesome website that uh, is um, really great, like within the stand up scene and just kind of lets you know about everything that's going on. So, like, how would you kind of describe uh, the website? Uh, the Comedy Bureau um, is, you know, I when I three years ago, mm-hmm. October 25th, 2010 is exactly when I started. And I had I, I have I make a point to like do any anniversary stuff on the day of, but um. Uh, I try, I think what I wrote for its like little tagline or whatnot is that it like gets rid of the red tape in comedy, mm-hmm. you know, I just like want to, uh, point out, uh, everything that you need to know about comedy in Los Angeles and, you know, kind of whatever I else I think is pertinent, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's kind of worked out. To you know, I've done all this stuff to where it's very common in comedy conversation in Los Angeles for people to you know ask a question about anything, and that person will reply, "Yeah, just check it out the Comedy Bureau." I mean, I could like take time, you know, and, yeah, and just tell you some stuff, but you just go there; it's all there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things too that uh, it's funny because it's become 
uh, like over the years, like that I've been doing comedy out here, there's usually different websites that people are like, oh, just go to this website and it'll it'll tell uh, you this and that. What like was there's it? Bad Funk, Slava, Funky Monkey, right. uh, uh, Chunky, Chunky yeah. Monkey, yeah, Chuckle Monkey, Chuckle, Chuckle Monkey, Monkey. yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's like Alan Labetkins for yeah. like quite a while ago, right? Um, but yeah, like whenever I, what's interesting is, is one of those things that uh, if somebody's like. I don't know what mics I want to hit, all this stuff. I just, I, I, along with a lot of other comics, are just like, just go to the Comedy Bureau and check out the list of mics, and then you can kind of pick and choose, like, what you want to go to and what fits into your schedule, because that's easier than, like, all right, you should go here and there right. and yeah. all that stuff. Not to mention, uh, Bad Slava, the guy lives in New York, and he, oh. and he charges to list sometimes. Yeah, he charged me whenever I uh, I um put I did a, a porch mic here a couple of years right. ago at my house, and he charged me to to post my my mic on it, which is ridiculous. That yeah. is totally ridiculous. I don't charge ever. Uh, I do ask people run like a halfway decent mic by meaning, oh, you know. People don't have to pay as many dollars as much minutes they get on right. stage. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to buy five dollars worth of something to get three minutes. I hate that, dude. I actually, I, I rarely, I usually will skip those mics because I feel like artistically, I'm like, I don't want to be paying right. to do this. Right. Like, yeah. It's hard for me to like force myself to do it. Right. No, and I mean, I understand that they want you know people to support the venue and whatnot and that can be hard sometimes uh but you know largely i i think you could be more productive at a place uh if you're not worrying about like buying the cheapest thing you know yeah uh and then getting less time than that money you know yeah that's uh so i i actually try to do quality control as much as i can for the open mic list you know, I have it's hard for me to like get out to all of them. I'm only one person. That's oh, the yeah. inside joke of the bureau. There's no other person working for me. Right. It's just me and the offices or wherever my laptop is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but it's basically yeah, uh open mics, shows. Uh it's not just for the stand up scene. There's plenty of sketch improv yeah, you cover variety. A lot of, a lot uh, of stuff. Yeah, basically good like good comedy that's going on in general. Yeah, like I, like sh- like uh you pointed out like uh like you've been covering a lot of like the the Pete Holmes shows stuff how right. you, because that's coming out and all right, that right. stuff. Yeah, and there's always yeah all, all this news coming up and like you know funny videos of people that are famous and people who are not so famous but just happen to make me laugh. I post all of those too, so it's like a one stop uh shop. Even like specialty screenings, like I posted about mm-hmm. this today. Uh, Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy, which is just Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The right. World's End. It's going to screen at the Egyptian Theater next month. Oh, that's great. With Edgar Wright in person. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, all in one sitting, like from 5 to 11. So how, how do you get your scoop? Um, How do I get my scoop? Uh, I just like, you know, uh, that scene in The Matrix where he's just like looking at the screen and it just like... Wait, which Matrix are we in? The first one? The first, yeah, the first one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't, say, I didn't say the bad ones. <laughs> um, We're in the bad Matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, he's like looking at the screen, and there's like all this information just coming down, and he's just like, you know, taking it in as it like all comes along. That's kind of it. You know, I just comb everything. Yeah. Uh, like stuff on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook. I, I follow a bunch of stuff, and um, I don't know if you know this, but you can reach the end of your Twitter feed. Like Twitter will stop loading tweets for you if you scroll down far enough. 
Really? Yeah, usually somewhere around 800 tweets. Wow. I read that in my I just I just read a, a t- Twitter book. It's uh-huh. like 200 pages and they they said that in there. And I was like getting my mind blown. Yeah. I don't remember how to fix that problem. I had to go back to the book, but <laughs> No, what I have to do a lot of times is uh just like scroll to the bottom of it and then just, you know, make sure I do it like every few hours so I don't miss tweets. Yeah. Uh or just be okay that like, hey man, I just missed eight hours of tweets. It's gonna right. be okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. How how many like how many hours a day does it take to keep up a blog like this? Because you update it every single day with, with right. mics and stories and right. and news and everything like that. It's a it's a full time job, man. I mean yeah. it doesn't pay like a full time job yet, but it's a full time job. I mean, just like and I, I ostensibly uh not even ostensibly, my mission statement is like to make comedy better. And, uh, you know, that I, I like, you know, not only listing mics and shows, but, you know, making sure people aren't wasting their time. You know, I just sure. like message a bunch of people who run mics on a Thursday, which uh, would that's when Halloween is going to be tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to be open mics that are going tomorrow. Comics. Yeah. 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 On Halloween. So if you just don't care to dress up and you want to get them jokes out. <laughs> Because uh, people do. I think two years in a row I did uh, open mics on Christmas Eve. And it was kind of great. Wow. Really? Like the people who wouldn't go there to wine aren't there. You know, uh, they just a bunch of people that want, you know, they're like, don't want to see their parents. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their family. yeah. What kind of degenerates are in bars on Christmas Eve? <laughs> right. Uh, people that just want to, you know. Got to do that comedy, man. Uh, not feel alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think is the subtext <laughs> yeah. of it. But um, yeah, man, it's a it's a definitely a full time job, and like I start working from the moment I wake up, you know, yeah. somewhere between like seven and eight, and then uh, that wow. is early for a comic. It is very. Yeah. And what then, what, kind, what time do you usually go to bed? At uh, what you say? Does it vary? Do you, yeah. Are you a napper? No, not I was at asking all. Like six I don't. Questions I, in a row. <laughs> I don't have time to nap, uh, and I usually get to bed somewhere between one and three. Wow! And uh, that's usually because, like, when I get home, I have to like so my morning isn't too crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's Prep. already crazy. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah, like yeah. catch up with all the stuff that I would, totally. You know, because the like press releases aren't released in the morning anymore. Sometimes they're just like. Uh, studios and networks will release announcements at like seven o'clock yeah. at night. I'm wow. out. I'm not doing. Yeah, yeah, you're doing mics or shows or whatever. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna be able to check that. You know, they're like. <laughs> here's a good example. I only just recently watched the latest season of Louis because I'm on Thursday nights at like ten o'clock. I'm not near a television. Right. I'm at a show. Yeah. And I'm watching a show. I'm just not gonna. Like, especially Thursday in L.A., if you guys don't know, is, like, packed with great free shows to go to. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, it, I had to wait till it was on Netflix to watch. <laughs> it was great. It was a great season. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely more than uh, a full-time job. Um, and I'd like it to pay like that. Yeah. You know, so I just... Do- Go on. Do Sorry. you get people? Uh, do you ever get like people who donate and stuff? Because you have like a PayPal that's linked right. to the comedy. Or do you do you get some help? Yeah, tell us tell that? us how you do that. Like, so we have a, a a PayPal for this podcast, and we right. have. Not- <laughs> we're not gonna launch. We're not gonna launch it. There's no point. <laughs> right. 
Uh, We're not contributing enough. <laughs> the comedy bureau is contributing enough to the comedy scene where it's like, okay, that's a legitimate PayPal. Ours is like, we are poor. If you would like to donate, then donate. Hey, man. You know, some people, they, uh, you know, like, they, they donate a bunch to a podcast if they love it enough. Yeah. Uh, but funny question. I have had that PayPal uh, button there since like day one. Sure. And people ask me all the time, "Do you have a donation button?" <laughs> like you know, they don't know where it is. Or they ask they... you an email or person. Person. Oh, that's weird. And I'm like, it's, I, I've it's, seen it. It's that's above the calendars yeah. where everybody it's looks. Clear. Yep. Uh, but people do donate. Uh, I had my anniversary show, and a lot of people donated then. So that's that, cool. That made me feel great. But um, I I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's a combination of people like you know comics being (laughs) one of the poorest demographics oh sure in the u.s and then uh and then a bunch of people like thinking the site runs well enough to like you know maybe jake has this isn't a startup anymore no i mean it doesn't look i would say it's still a startup but it doesn't look like it you know yeah you know so people are like hey you know he's he's got he's he's sold out it's a corporation. Oh, I wish. Jesus. That'd be so great. <laughs> You're like, somebody buy me out, please. Right, yeah. That'd be uh that'd be awesome. I just I'm I'm just like yeah, I don't know what you got your guys' aspirations financially are, but I you know don't want to live in the Hollywood Hills. I don't want like a Lamborghini. That's impractical. I would just like to go see a movie at Arclight and not like check my balance. Dude, that'd be great. <laughs> I would love, I would that love dream. to be there. <laughs> I uh I saw yeah I saw a bad grandpa yesterday and I checked my statement and I was like we can't be doing this <laughs> we can't be, you can't be going out and Come doing on, things Tara like this you're better than this you know better I'm like put it on the card <laughs> let's build that debt up baby right but uh let's uh let's talk about uh your stand up we talked about the comedy bureau a lot but uh, how long have you been doing uh, stand up comedy I have been doing stand up for. Almost five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you start here in L.A.? Or, yeah. And where are you originally from as a two-parter? All right. So uh, I started in Long Beach, which okay. counts uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as L.A. Uh, and I'm not – I feel like I'm from here because I'm like an army brat and mm-hmm. I've like lived all over the country. Okay. Um, you know, I anywhere from like Washington State to Texas to Colorado, Virginia – and a lot of other places in between. Um, yeah, and the fact that so many people aren't from L.A. that live in L.A., like, I relate to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, like, permanently displaced. Uh, but, yeah, I started uh, in Long Beach um, not even doing comedy. Uh, I, you know, a best friend of mine, like, if it wasn't for comedy, he would just be playing Madden at his mom's house. Okay. And I just thought that was sad, and he just had some inkling to do stand-up. So I, like, drove him to a mic because, mm-hmm. again, he's a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's lived in Southern California his whole life, and I uh, I don't know. We're not friends anymore, but I still don't think he has a driver's license. Oh, wow. Do you even know that, uh, like, a California ID is a thing? No. 
Yeah, there's if you refuse to get a driver's license, you can get what's called a California ID. Oh yeah, but yeah. They, they they issue those for people with DUIs too. Yeah, so you can still get into bars. And stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta buy drinks somehow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he's looped in with the people that get DUIs, but okay. he doesn't even have a DUI. Uh, yeah, he um. So I drive him to open mic, uh, and I had no aspirations of actually doing comedy ever. That like terrified me to no end you know like i feel a a lot of people have this like seminal watershed moment when they see like some type of comedy special maybe richard pryor you know right 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 like yeah the carlins the priors all that stuff i want to do this right for a living man (laughs) in fact nobody ever told me i was funny in high school yeah i was like (laughs) this is like a true batman story oh yeah i was like (laughs) i was like this prick who relied on his grades you know, because I, I was like, I graduated South Tutorial in my high school, and I was just mm-hmm. like, that was my identity. I'm going to go with grades. Right. And grades is what's going to get me through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and um, I just uh, started doing uh, poetry, uh, like spoken word, because okay. that's what I won awards for that in high school. Damn. And I figured, you know, at this open mic, which was mixed, they you could do whatever you want for like seven minutes. Uh I could just read this poetry and that sound that counted because I didn't want to like drive all the time and not do anything. Yeah. Right. And then I played guitar for a while. So, and I never believed that I could sing all that well. So naturally I just did Bob Dylan covers. Okay. Yeah. And it, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that, but not even like the hits, man. I would do like <laughs> deep, <laughs> deep cuts, like ga- like gates of Eden or like desolation row, which if you guys don't know, is like a 10 minute song. And girls are just like, this guy's so mysterious. What's, he's uh, he's covering so, Bob Dylan. This song is popular. so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, they didn't say that. There was like, you know, you only get seven minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, uh, okay, this guy is two minutes over. He needs to get off the stage. By the way, I just want, as si- like, side note, man, you want to talk about running the light. Musicians sometimes abuse that so much. Dude, way worse than comics. Yeah, like, especially if you're like, like, hey, uh, it's six minutes, so do two short songs oh, or know. one long song. They'll do one ten-minute song. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's like a medley. And you're like, what's happening right now? You've been up here for like fifteen minutes. I remember one time there used to be this open mic in Alhambra where you got ten, but the guy never really timed you. Oh. <laughs> it was an honor system. Yeah, it was an honor system. Oh. And the, and this one kid, like, he basically just knew the main. Riffs of all these uh, Black Sabbath songs, so we just like played those oh. over and over on a loop. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, dude, two things I don't like: Black Sabbath and Alhambra. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you know, he like finally just I guess ran out of gas <laughs> and stopped playing. His fingers are like bleeding, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. wheeling him out. And then uh, <laughs> and people like just felt begrudged to clap. <laughs> he, and then he was like, "All right, that was one song. Can I get another one?" He's like, oh, "No, man, you yeah. no. That was like a different. You like re- went really long." <laughs> I, the, I've been to one mic where they said that you can't do covers. Right. Where if you're a guitar player or whatever, they're like, uh, "Yeah, you can do anything. It has to be original, though." So yeah. you know, pre- prevent people from doing "Stairway to Heaven" and stuff right. like that. Yeah, but, but you yeah. can write your own original. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. It just takes a little bit more effort, <laughs> right? But yeah, um, yeah I. Uh, and actually, the for my anniversary show that like I basically like told an expanded version of the story of how like I started stand up and kind of started the bureau. But basically, 
my uh my friend who like i was driving uh to that open mic all the time um man he was such an asshole that like he i'm the person who drives both of us to the open mic and mm-hmm. he one time said i don't want to go and i'm like why because i don't want to go i don't want to <laughs> go and uh and i'm like dude come on you you you've been enjoying this we, there's no reason you, you to not to go like <laughs> you're madden will still be here <laughs> yeah and uh and he's like i by the way i had the, this huge crush on this like record store manager uh that i would just like go hang out or work a lot and he's like, all right, you know what? I will let you take me to the open <laughs> mic if you ask Elise out today. Wow. And that's so stupid. I could just, like, not take him, you know? <laughs> yeah. I could just go by myself. Uh, but, you know, I was desperate for friendship. So for I, sure. yeah, I, like, manned up and actually asked her out, um, which was, you know, so I wish asking people out wasn't nerve wracking, but it will always be nerve wracking, especially yeah. if you build it up like that. Oh yeah, you start thinking about it too much in your head, and then you're like, right uh, when it's a clear like I have to do this. Right. Like I went to her work; she was there, but even though I couldn't just like go and ask her, I had to like wander around the store aimlessly for twenty minutes. Oh, that's the worst. And then nothing that was on sale I wanted, so I bought an album full price. <laughs> <laughs> um, what yeah. Did, what did she say? She said, "Yeah, I'd love to get coffee." Boom. Yeah, and then a week later, we uh, we had coffee. It was great, and we were like, like we were gonna do karaoke the very next week, and uh, and then she texted me uh, the week after, or the, like a day later, <laughs> like I'm getting this vibe that you're into me. Uh, <laughs> I just want to let there, man. I just want to let you know I'm a lesbian. Oh, with my roommate. Which, you know, maybe that is like a... So did you not make it clear that it was a date when you asked her out? Oh, I mean, I don't know how clear it could be. Like, we we had hung out a lot at her store, and we had traded mixed CDs, and uh, which apparently doesn't mean anything anymore. (laughs) Uh, It used to mean a lot. Yeah, Yeah, right, guys? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, I like how clear, like who as a friend goes up to you at the counter <laughs> and like, so, I would love, do you want to get coffee sometime? <sighs> how is that not? <laughs> she should have just told you right then and there. I know. I'm no, a les. Bro. I like the les out. I like you, <laughs> but not like that. If you want to hang out and get coffee, that's fine. Right. But you probably don't. Anymore. Wait, did you, did you, when you went out with her, did you pay for everything? Uh... No, we we like bought our own stuff. That's the way to do it. So you're not in the hole. Cause I always just I ball out <laughs> yeah. of control on the first date, and then they're oh, like, "I'm not out of the oh, yeah. in the hole for like four bucks for coffee." <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I like got that text message that she was like, "I'm a lesbian with my roommate." Which, by the way, if she pointed that out, maybe she's not. I don't know. That's a weird detail to add <laughs> i'm a lesbian i live with my lesbian right, girlfriend right. very specific calling her you, roommate you have to give her props for that yeah um and i uh yelled at my phone a lot and then i know i i'm pretty sure i didn't write a 500 word text message but i'd like to remember that i did like i just imagine right that i wrote this whole like trees <laughs> on why this is bullshit and uh, basically saying that, you know, hey, I could pretend that we'd be friends. Yeah. You know, uh, from now. But uh, I feel like there's a threshold we've crossed and I'm like way too attracted <laughs> to you. Yeah. 
And uh, when you're still a lesbian in nine months, if you are, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> so I think we should end things there. And, uh, and, and this was all in Long Beach, right? Yeah, it was in Long Beach. And uh, and then she's like, yeah, I guess things end like that uh, sometimes. And I was like, I hadn't been on a date in years. So this was a big deal for me. And I'm like, this is bullshit. I'm going to talk about this on stage. So, like, I wrote a whole set out. And I, like I mentioned before, at that open mic, you get seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, like, wrote out a whole seven-minute set. And, uh, and I... I don't know if you did this for your first set, Jeremiah, but I like wrote every single word and memorized every oh, single. Oh, word. yeah, sure. you for have sure. to. It's got to memorize those. Punches. No, but like even like, hello, how are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, dude, I used to write in crowd work in, <laughs> in my in my notebook. Uh, where are you guys coming from tonight? Like it was so scripted. When right? I would do it, I would write. If this joke doesn't work, then go this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my move on my first set was uh, like, hey guys, how you doing on a Wednesday night? And then parentheses like, oh, they'll laugh because it's a Tuesday. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was so stupid. Do you still do that bit? N- no. <laughs> I, st- I still tell this story. This is a great story. <laughs> uh, a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, this whole seven minute set is just about how awful this experience was. I get one laugh. I go the whole seven minutes. I don't even. <laughs> just ranting about this. No, it, I timed it out. I like, like, and I do not pussy out. I like do the whole time. You're committed. That's for right. Sure. That's commendable. Right. I got one laugh, uh, just off of like mentioning Phil Collins' song "In the Air Tonight." There was like a guy, a poet that I become friends with from at the mic, and he was just like, "Hey, man, I know who Phil Collins is. That's why I left." <laughs> like that's the <laughs> the refer the referential laugh is like, "Yeah, I know who that is." Yeah, yeah I'm 47. I'm <laughs> like I remember getting that album. That's funny, dude. <laughs> and uh, and then you know there was a um, this like Zoe Deschanel singer songwriter type that I also had a huge crush on that went on to the mic a lot, and I uh, and she sat right in front uh, at my uh, during my set, and uh, my jackass best friend was like taping it the whole time, and like about. Two minutes in, he's like, all right, this is not going well. And decides <laughs> to make this directorial move of uh, shooting it like The Office. He, like, zooms in and zooms out at his di- discretion. <laughs> That's hilarious. And towards the end of the set, in a very, very Office-like moment, you know, she, uh, he, like, zooms in on the girl. And, she, and as the zoom stops, like, they rehearsed it, like, she turns back and frowns at the camera. <laughs> oh wow! Oh man, still haven't deleted that video. Oh, you uh, gotta keep that. Oh, it's yeah, gotta yeah. be like on your like a DVD special or something like right, in right. the future. Or frick, that's amazing. Right. And then uh, afterwards, she was like, "Oh, Jake, I thought you were gonna do comedy tonight. What happened?" Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course, uh, this isn't a movie. We're not married. We didn't fall in love. That's yeah. not that's not the start of a romantic comedy. Yeah. Uh, this is just life. This is a mean girl. <laughs> yeah, that I'd still <laughs> take if she would oh, have right, me. <laughs> right. Totally. But uh, yeah, I, that was like my first set, and that was like one of the, like that was one of the worst. I should have quit, but I loved it so much mm-hmm. compared to like uh, every experience I've done. I, I went to film school, and just I hated most people there, <laughs> and how mo- for the most part, I don't think I've actually met a real hipster. I don't think they really exist, but people in film school to me were like the closest thing. A lot okay. of them. Okay. Well, li- like liking things for the sake of just uh, being an asshole. 
Yeah. You know, I'm going to like this pretentious thing because it makes me seem better than you. Uh, and, uh, you know, they would like all this European cinema that I, I would just sit through and tolerate. Right. And we're like, oh, this is what the cool kids watch, right? And, and they'd be like, sure. You know, it's the only time I got like fooled into watching. Um, you ever hear of Salo? Uh, no, I haven't. It's uh, regarded as one of the most controversial films of all time. It's like written about all, all the time of how, like what countries it's banned in and whatnot. And basically, it's a film where these Italian fascists during World War II kidnap all these kids and do horrible shit to them for two hours. Jesus. Yeah, and I like so when a friend of mine friend. Uh, was like jokingly saying, "Hey Jake, do you want to like watch a two-hour snuff film with kids?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> does, nothing like that exists." <laughs> yep, it does. Wow. Yeah, and I watched Disney movies for two weeks afterwards just to get all the images out of my head. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is awful. I don't want to. I don't want to be around this." But I just uh, connected to comedians, man. There's something as like whatever fucked up thing drives. Oh, I'm sorry if we can't curse. Oh no, no, this is an explosive podcast. You can get as crazy as you want. Uh, as whatever fucked up thing drives you to do comedy, there's like a purity about it. There's no like bullshitting. Like like you want to do it. Yeah. You know, and I I like that. I, there's uh, for. I mean, unfortunately, for so many people that do film, like especially when I go to film mixers, there's like all this ul ulterior motives, and just you have to have so much denial in that, like your short film, as much as it it will bankrupt you, yeah, is your like ticket to like make it like it's gonna win an Oscar. I'm gonna be in like debt for a while, but I'm gonna get a three picture deal from this, and then everything is gonna be solved. And like I just couldn't. Like, I don't have that much denial in my own personal bank <laughs> of just, you know, I, all right, this is, this seems dumb. This seems stupid. Uh, versus, like, with a lot of, I mean, granted, there's a lot of hardships that come up with comedy, especially stand up. But a lot of it is just showing up. Yeah. You know? Putting in the hours, trying to get funnier, all that stuff. Yeah. I don't have to, like, call. I mean, I'm glad I don't even have to deal with what uh, second, second AD. Some of you might be aware that a director has an assistant director. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know that there's a first AD, a second AD, and there's also a second second AD. They do not call him the third because who knows? <laughs> and also, that's what the thing I found out as I transitioned. Like, I still would love to do film stuff. I just don't have time right now. But uh, working on film sets for years, if you tell crew that you're a comedian, they will always try to be funnier than you when you're just trying to get through the day. Oh, yeah. And I oh, hate yeah, that so yeah, much. Yeah. No, I feel whenever I go back and visit um, home or whatever, mm -hmm. I've definitely got some people who I'll run into that like just just will not t quote unquote like turn off. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. they're just trying to be on around me all yeah. the time. It's like I want a break for for a second. I like I'm around that all the time. Yeah, and in L.A. like I'm I'm just trying to relax right <laughs> right home. now. Yeah, but um, but we got to wrap up uh cool. here. But um, uh, the last uh thing i want to ask you about is basically um uh what um what uh, are your uh, your goals uh for the years to come with uh like the comedy bureau and uh, just stand up in general well the comedy bureau i mean both are kind of up in the air i mean like i just want to keep doing them mm -hmm. uh, all the time when people ask me like what do i want to be doing mm -hmm. i uh always say i'm what i'm doing right now for like more money yeah 
It's yeah, I'm doing exactly what I want to do right now. Um, so I mean, what does that mean in the years to come? Um, I don't know. Maybe more branches of the bureau, like you know, a brand, a New York comedy bureau branch, or yeah. you know, even in smaller markets like Austin, Denver, Seattle, uh, Frisco, San Frisco, sure, yeah, you know, the whole Bay Area. Um, uh, it may mean that it becomes like a brand where you know yeah. content's produced. Who knows? Uh, I mean. In foreseeing that that might be a possibility, that's why I did not have L.A. in the name. No, that's great. That's a, it, uh, it's, it's good going into the, with that foresight. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, trademarked as the Comedy Bureau. Great. Uh, yeah, and uh, so I, I just want to make it bigger and better. I want, you know, like I was saying, comedy to be better. And, you know, uh, like by giving people that perform a little excuse to not perform. Sure. And then people that are fans of comedy uh like more stuff to watch and enjoy and just let you know appreciate the art form for it being an art form not just a bunch of goofs goofing, totally. goofing around yeah yeah and as far as stand up i mean i enjoy doing stand up mm-hmm. i uh and i do it a lot i get up like 4 to 6 times a week mm-hmm. however that is i do like a show a week and then a bunch of mics but i don't know i mean if I was presented with the opportunity to do like a half hour or, you know, something like that, even a, a, a TV set, yeah, I would love to do that. That'd be great. But I, I just like, I can't put any more time into it now than I do. And I only, like, I'm already stretched out to, I can't even like sit down and write out a bit. I'm always just, I have to write on stage. That's right. the only time I have to write. So a lot of it's just like I have this idea, this concept, or this thing happened to me where I meet a, met a conspiracy theorist, and I'm going to talk about that, you know. And I just have to hammer it out. And uh, I mean, I just want to like keep performing, and you know, like I was saying, I don't really want to make bunches and bunches of money to just ball out of control. Uh, I would just like to be able to not worry about things and still do exactly what I want to do, and you know. Yeah, it, how, whatever balance that comes out to, like uh, make money with the Comedy Bureau, make things, make money re- with things related to the Comedy Bureau. Like yeah. I, I write for Nerdist dot com, um, and then I get to do stand up now again. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Uh, let's. Uh, here's a chance to plug uh, any like uh, websites, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, right now that you want to plug podcasts, whatever. Um, so yeah, do that here. All right, cool. Well, uh, the Comedy Bureau. Uh, you might have heard a little bit about it. During the podcast, <laughs> um, it's this site that I run. Uh, everything you need to know about LA comedy and more. Um, you can follow it on Twitter at the Comedy Bureau. It's also on Tumblr if you like doing that uh, that site. Uh, and mm-hmm. you can follow on Tumblr and not give me any traffic. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it registers in Google, Google Analytics. I want to believe that I actually get more people following than I, I can see. Um, I have my own personal Twitter account, uh, MFJake. Kroger. Uh, MF is not from motherfucking. Uh, that's just me being, I don't know, difficult, stubborn. It's a reference to MF Doom, the rapper, uh, who I like very much. Um, there you go. Yeah, which stands for Metal Fingers, not <laughs> motherfucking Doom. Um, so yeah, uh, there's that. There's a podcast that I've done for over a year called This Better Be Funny with my uh, Jeremy Paul. 
Uh, me and Jeremy Paul and the guest comedian hang out somewhere in public uh, with another comic and uh, riff for an hour. And before you say, oh, is it more comedians uh, hanging out with other comedians, you know, just talking about whatever. I mean, yes and no. <laughs> it's uh, I want to showcase kind of like our process and a lot of that. I feel like a lot of people come up with material by just like bouncing off ideas. Sure. Which a lot of times for comics is just, you know, hey, we ha we're having coffee, we're having a beer, we're hanging out after a show. And then uh, because we do it in public, a lot of crazy things happen. Like uh, one of our first episodes, we were recording in a car uh, in Echo Park at like 1130 on a Saturday. And uh, two girls like pissed on this car while we were recording. Oh, and while the guest was defending women as the better gender. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a perfect example go. of uh, what's in store uh, with uh, this better be funny. Um, Jake, is there anything else? Before we uh, um, sign off, no, that's uh, that, I mean, that's about it, you okay. know. Yeah, great, dude. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Uh, thank you for having me, guys. And, I, yeah, and thanks, we didn't Jake. even get into how good uh, at origami you are. I wanted to bring that up, but you know, maybe another time. Yeah, if you ask me for some pictures, I'll send you like a picture of a triceratops I folded. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> thanks for coming by, buddy. No problem. Thanks, man. All right, guys, that was Jake Kroger. Hope you guys liked it. Yes, I uh, had a good time, man. What about you? Good. It was good. It was fun. I loved that interview. Uh, this week, you guys, you can check me out this this week, Saturday, at the Cupcake <laughs> Theater. It's right next to Second City on the Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. Uh, doing a show there, 9 o'clock. And check me out, as always, at Justin Alexio on Twitter. Check me out. At Jeremiah Stand Up on Twitter, JeremiahWatkins.tv for weekly new sketches. And uh, check out my, my latest sketch, Hanging with Wizards with uh, Ryan Mervis. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. It's at youtube.com slash JeremiahWatkins or my website. And I've got uh, some upcoming shows and all that stuff. Um, add me, like me on uh, facebook.com slash JeremiahWatkinsComedy for all the updates in my life. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and uh, tune in next time. Yeah, everyone go out there and get your STD checks once a year, baby. <laughs> <laughs>